Hi, I'm Kaylee Moore. And I'm Emma Samasco. Welcome to Freelance Writing Coach, your go-to podcast for building a freelance writing business. In each 20-minute episode, we'll do a deep dive into one area of business with the hope that our insights as successful freelance writers will educate and inspire you. When I'm writing, there's a lot that can throw me off my writing groove, whether it's searching for the outline and research or self-editing, the distractions that pop up left and right, anonymous elephants peering at me in the dock, strikethroughs and rogue edits before I'm ready. It can be pretty chaotic. But Kaylee, what if you could take control of the process and complete assignments 50% faster? I am really excited because ButterDocs is writing software built for writers who want the most productive writing processes possible, which of course we do. Of course. So freelance writing coach listeners can try this out. We are so excited about it. We tried it ourselves and highly recommend it. You can get started for free at butterdocs.com slash F-W-C. That's butterdocs.com slash F-W-C. So we are back today with a special edition of this episode. We have... Rob from Butter Docs here with us today. And what's great about him is he has been in every version of our freelance writing audience. You know, he's he's been in every role. So he's been a freelance writer. He's ran an agency. He's been a content lead in-house. He's got a new role today, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But for the sake of this conversation, we want to get into the weeds on kind of the challenges to being a freelance writer and the productivity issues associated with producing content, sitting down to write. So for the folks who've asked us in the past, you know, I want to scale up my business. I wanted to take on more work, but I don't necessarily want to have a subcontractor. I really just want to find a way to work smarter, not harder. This conversation is for you. So the first thing I want to talk about today, Rob, and I'm, I want to start with you here. Um, what are the things that you think, you know, again, from your experience, from the things that you've seen in these various roles that you've had, what are the what are the things that hold back writers when it comes to being really productive with their writing process? First of all, thanks to you, Kaylee, Emma, for having me here today. Excited to be here and talk through this with you guys. Yeah, I look at the writing process kind of in, in three stages just to simplify it. One is you know, writing prep and you know the research process, outlining, briefing uh, the writers, getting alignment with clients. You know, there's a lot of of issues that kind of slow things down in in that process. The second one is really everything that kind of pulls you away from productive writing. Like once you get to actually writing, you know, there's not a, a lot out there about how you can. You know, stay focused, stay in your groove, uh, get writing done faster. And then the third kind of stage of writing, I would say, is, is you know, the editing process. You're sharing your writing with the client, getting their feedback, incorporating it, kind of keeping your head on straight in that process is, uh, can be, you know, pretty hard. I agree. I think one of the things that I always run into when it comes to the writing processes, especially that getting started piece. So let's kind of, let's dig our heels in there. So let's talk about the, the prep phase when you're doing the research, the outlining. I can tell you from experience that it's often 
uh, kind of feels chaotic. It's kind of messy. Do you have any thoughts on how to make that piece of it more efficient and effective? How, like, how would you encourage a writer to think about this initial step of the process? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I've had multiple processes for this myself. We're talking with a lot of writers right now on their process, and it's it's kind of all over the board. I would say the most common practice is to you know, start off with what we call like a catch-all document where you're kind of kicking off the entire process with, and you're starting to just kind of lay in your research and your ideas and doing kind of a rough outline. You're sharing that with the client and but it's you know kind of rough and disorganized, and the problem with that is no one really knows like what is official and what is not official, and who can jump in there and edit and and and, and contribute to that process. The other way is you know you're opening up a ton of browser tabs, so you either have this catch-all document with everything, or you have dozens of browser tabs open, and the issue is like how do you then translate this into your writing? How do you then and reference it during your writing? How do you get alignment with your client on all of this stuff that's in your head or in these browser tabs? I think you make a really good point about sharing it and how you share your kind of rough work because it's something that comes up for me where it's like, I find myself wanting to give my clients a look under the hood basically to say like, hey, I'm working on this. I'm making progress. These are some things that I'm thinking, but what I have to show them is just so ugly. And I know that another writer might understand, but it might also really freak a client out to see just like, you know, it's like you can copy and paste stuff from various websites. You have a section called notes. You have a section called outline. You have, you, it's just messy. Mine, I call it my dump doc, right? Because it's just like a bunch of messy stuff. And then sometimes I work with clients and I provide them an outline. And what I find myself doing is that I really have to do something like I almost have to create a fake outline to show them because it's like if I really showed them everything that I was doing, it would just look so ugly. They'd be like, no. Um, so I think, <laughs> I think you bring up a really good point there where it's kind of like I have to I still have to take all of that ugly stuff in the dump doc and then kind of format it in a way that it looks presentable and that does take a fair amount of time or maybe I just don't do it at all and I don't show them anything along the way in the process which maybe increases some client anxiety or you know just doesn't establish a lot of trust so that that's a really good point that you made there yeah i mean as a you know on the other end of the, uh, of the spectrum as a editor and as a content leader i want alignment early on you know i want there to be uh, really good clarity between us on what is the strategy of the piece. And, you know, I want to make sure that they're enabled with information on the products and um, we're, we're working towards a, a, a valuable piece of content. So I, I really think getting that alignment is really important. Uh, I think where it gets difficult, yeah, is where it's all just kind of thrown in there and that's the limitations of the technology, right? So you're it, if you're using Google Docs, you um, you're primarily using that one document, or you're maybe using another document, but then you're having to juggle two or three or four different documents with that client, you know, and that's not ideal either. So, you know, my my advice or what I really tried to implement is just trying trying to create as much structure to the process as possible. Think of like 
those kind of framework documents that you've might have used before where you're kind of inputting different information that you're trying to cover uh, within that piece. And you, in this block over here, you have your kind of hook. In this block over here, you have the problem. Then you have the the agitation and the solution. You know, kind of creating a framework uh, around the content you're creating, I, I find helps. That also, you know, helps you get alignment on those really important parts of of the piece as well. So instead of like having it all just kind of dumped in there, going as early as you can to the client with with as much structure that's aligned with their business goals is the best play. Yeah. One, one other thing that I find that happens during this process when you're working with a client is sometimes there's like a disparity in tools that are being used. So like my client sends me something that's like a PDF or it's maybe Microsoft Word or sometimes they use Notion or like there's some other tools out there. And then there's a little bit of confusion of like, should I be writing in their tool, even if it's not really like my go-to tool or there's a, there's, there's a little bit of just sort of like everything is happening everywhere that happens during this process. And again, I think you're right that if you have some structure and expectations in place of what happens where, and then streamlining as much as possible to happen in fewer places is also good. Oh, yes. I mean, it's it's natural, right? So the the marketing team and the content team is they're using a project management app to kind of plan out their content ops. And you know, I I joke like writers that eventually became content leads had to all of a sudden learn automation and become like automation experts. Oh yeah, and operational experts because of the limitations of the technology. You know, because with Google Docs, it's really just this one kind of open space. We're going to have to do some planning here on this kind of more Kanban board environment in this other app. And then all the notes and research you collect, you're kind of doing that in a notes app or somewhere else. So that that information gets, you know, siloed. And that's the other challenge with this process is as a content lead, you're, you have ever, you have all the information, but it's really hard to enable writers with all the information in that way and, and get them, you know, fully equipped to, to deliver you know, what you're looking for for them. So that goes back to like, again, b- briefing is is difficult and not great uh, as well, often because of it. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Can we, so let's like switch gears and talk a little bit about the next stage, this kind of focused writing time stage. What do you see happening here, Rob? Well, the, it, the two connect, right? So if you've done, you know, you put in the work, you've done great research, you have great resources, even in that scenario, and you feel like I am prepared, you get into the phase where you're like, okay, I'm going to sit down and write. Well, at a best case scenario, you have that outline still, and you're like having to scroll up and down that document uh, to reference it while you write. And that's a pain, you know, that kind of gets you out of the, uh, kind of switches context, gets you out of the flow. Or you have to like align different browser windows or have two different monitors, have all of these resource tabs open, uh, research tabs open and click around. And, and so that very first part of actually starting to write, it's still really messy. You're not actually getting into like a really focused writing mode because of it. Yes, um, it can be 
really tough. And I think, I think the other piece of this is that, you know, once you have your first draft done, you figured out, okay, here's, here's where I'm headed with this. We've got the alignment piece in order. You know, we've agreed that we're on the same page here. You've got a V one essentially, right? So then you've got to send it back over to the client and then the collaborative piece of this process begins. And I think this might be Again, one of the the tougher pieces for a freelancer and for a content lead because it's now you've got to find a way to go back and forth. Maybe you have a lot of notes. Um, if that's the case, and you're using a tool like Google Docs, you have all of these comments and markup within the doc. That for the writer can be so intimidating and so overwhelming. So how do you how do you think about that piece of the process once it's moved into the collaborative stage? It usually moves into the collaborative stage well before you're ready for it to. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because you're not usually controlling that environment. So what happens is the content lead is often, you know, they're wanting to have things adhere to a certain framework in their catch-all document. They share it with you. They expect you to write in it. And if you do, then what's going to happen is they're going to jump in whenever they feel like to kind of see the status of it and and sometimes you'll see their name pop up in the upper right hand uh, corner. Sometimes you'll see an anonymous elephant, you know, mm-hmm. peering down at you, <laughs> and, yeah. and you're you you know you're in the middle of writing, and you're like, I'm not ready for this. This is this is actually kind of creepy <laughs> that we we have not necessarily that the client is watching you. I mean, that's you know filled with anxiety, but literally like these little animals <laughs> like staring down. Yes. At you. Oh, it's a little awkward, a little weird. And then, you know, you don't necessarily control the the permissions on that document either. So they'll come in and before you're ready, if you're lucky, they're adding comments and strike throughs and moving things around. Maybe they're going ahead and doing, you know, edits themselves and doing what we call rogue edits where you can't even see who did what because they have edit permissions and, and track changes aren't turned on. So, uh, <laughs> I can yeah. tell. I'm I'm making you guys uncomfortable as I Yeah, we're squirming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I actually like I think there are things that I've seen I do and I've seen freelancers do to try to combat this. Like there are things, right? Like I try and own the Google Doc whenever I can so that I can set the permissions always to suggesting. I tell them that every stakeholder needs to put in their comments before I'll do a round of revisions. And if they do want me to write in their their doc, I pretty much write the whole thing somewhere else and then copy and paste it in. So there are like, and I think these are kind of hacked strategies. I also have seen, so like one of my big offerings is case studies and we have to send them to customers to get their approval. And we found that if we send that as a PDF, where it's basically, even if it's not designed And we say, hey, send us any bullet point changes. They'll send us like a few bullets. But if we send them a live Google Doc, they'll just like go nuts. So I totally agree with everything that you're saying. And like we have some, I have some kind of hacky workarounds to that. But it's it's interesting to hear you kind of detail out the whole thing with the anonymous elephant being in there. You know, and that's if you are lucky, you're at the point where you have some control over that process. And maybe you did a good job of setting the expectations on the front end. That's not always going to be the case. So, and that what happens is exactly what you said. They, uh, writers are going to create a copy of the document to go write in privately. 
Uh, we call that a rogue draft. And it happens on both ends. You know, writers will do it, editors will do it, and then say, hey, they'll share their, the editor will share their version and be like, hey, can we start from here? Uh, because they rewrote a, a bunch of it. So what happens in that is you end up kind of having the same issues that you had with Microsoft Word. Like Google Docs was invented to kind of solve, you know, document version control. And, but that's not happening, you know, where now you're creating all these different documents you have to manage and figure out how to merge, you know. So, you know, what we've seen is just these, all these different types of chaotic, what we call chaotic writing issues at each one of these stages and looking at them and seeing most of the time it's, it's freelancers and writers just trying to do their job and editors like trying to do their job and, and, and stay in the loop and contribute. But the technology is really getting in the way and are kind of forcing you to, to create hacks and create workarounds and automations and instead of just kind of focus on on the writing, right? Yeah. So so I'm curious, you know, we've talked a lot about the problems, a lot of the pain points associated with productivity when you're building out a piece. Talk to us a little bit about how you and your team are, are kind of working to to fix this. What are you What are you doing that's going to make this a little bit less stressful, a little bit less of a heavy lift? All of those important things. Well, first off, I run marketing uh, now at a company called ButterDocs. So that is the the name of our company is called ButterDocs, and our mission is to replace Google Docs for writers and editors. We understand that's a pretty big a pretty big task in front of us, right? So, yeah, you know, what we're doing right now, what we're focused on is really talking to uh, writers, agencies, content leads about these exact challenges and learning how can we build the best solution for for writers and editors in the writing process. Because, you know, Google Docs, you have to do all these works around, workarounds because it's not built for the writing process. It's built as a document editor you know, to edit documents. So uh, it's, yeah. it's, you have to do pull all these other things together to actually manage that whole process. So what we're doing is like straight off the bat, we have capabilities at each one of these stages to help kind of resolve uh, or cure the, the chaos, so to speak. Stage one, when you're prepping and, and writing uh, or prepping your writing, doing the research, doing the outline, doing that in a structured way on a built-in outlining board. So that doesn't nice. have to be in a, a separate project manager that you have to give the freelancer access to. It's built right there in the document project environment. That's great. I love that. <laughs> First thing that we recommend doing is just like start from that planning board and start kind of fleshing out your ideas and what it allows you to do is also append notes and all of your research and all of your resources uh, through that planning board. So you have a structured way of kind of developing that out. And then you can share that at, at that stage. So instead of sharing a, a document with a bunch of kind of bullet point lists and links, you're sharing kind of a clean board that shows that you've kind of thought through this and you have all the research kind of laid out before you start writing. And that makes it a lot easier for you to get alignment with your client. I'm sure it's more visually appealing too. You know, it's not just a mass of words. It's it's 
easier for everybody to kind of look at and consume quickly, which again is good for productivity. It's good for efficiency around the process. It's it's also helps get more research and more subject matter expertise and more resources. Because if you make it a really uh, structured, clean, visual environment, then you can ask people a little bit easier to kind of join in on that process and add their their expertise as well, right? And make it a lot easier. So uh, that's what we're really trying to, our goal at that first stage is make it very easy to just start laying out all of your ideas and then pull other people into the process earlier uh, to get yeah. subject matter expertise, to make sure you're aligned on strategy before you start writing. So if our listeners today were interested in in giving this a spin, what's the process for that? What does that look like? Well, basically, we are offering for uh, freelance uh, writing coach listeners free access. So they can jump straight into ButterDocs and give this a try and just go to butterdocs.com forward slash, I think we'll set up as FWC. And you'll be able to sign up right away and jump in and start outlining there. I would like to add in the big benefit of, you know, after you've really fleshed out your outline, um, being able to see that outline and see the research right alongside your writing. So we, we've built a, a writing environment that, you know, we think that you're just going to enjoy writing in. And instead of having to click around to see your outline, see your research, you see that stuff right alongside your writing. You can pull your notes up right alongside your writing. You can see the, the outline there. And then when it comes to collaboration, that final stage, you know, we want to make that much easier as well. So there's no anonymous elephants in ButterDocs. Uh, they always have to at least put their name in. Change tracking is always turned on, so you, you always know who did what and uh, can see what was changed. And the big, big kind of differentiator here is everyone gets their own writing space. So you don't have to all do it in one document. You uh, can sh- you can have one main do- one main draft that's always staying protected, and whenever you share it for for edits, you share a copy that's you know connected to that document. You can share as many uh, copies as you like. We call them branch drafts. The editor can go crazy in there, do as many comments and you know changes as they like. And then you have control over what you merge into the main document. Nice. Yeah, this, this sounds really awesome. I am personally super excited to try it. I think that Google Docs has kind of been the standard with no real meaningful improvements for... Ever? I don't know. For, for, for <laughs> at least as long as I've been a professional writer, right, which is 10 or 15 years now. So I'm really excited to give this a spin, which Kaylee and I will certainly be doing. We hope all of our listeners give this a try. It's really exciting to think about new ways of just exploring the writing process and how we might be able to improve it. And Rob, we thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us about it. I think that this whole topic of like, chaos in the process, what that looks like. And I think that it's a process that many of us just kind of assume, well, that's how it is and it can't be improved, is something that was really worth shining a light on today. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Excited to get y'all's feedback and for everyone listening, jump in, give it a try and, and definitely let us know what you think and how we can make it the best writing environment for you. Even if you don't share it with clients, give it a try for your own writing to see if it can help you be more productive 
you know, just solving some of these chaotic issues. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Freelance Writing Coach Podcast. If you want more tips, tricks, and resources for building your business, visit FreelanceWritingCoachPodcast.com. Thank you.